beginning from uh, verse 14. Luke chapter 4, and I'm reading from verse 14. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He taught in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. And he stood up to read. The scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me. Because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind. To release the oppressed. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. Well we are gathering to, uh, to celebrate the Diamond Jubilee. And... Uh, I just thought I had to share this with you because uh, it is by royal appointment. And uh, this is for real. I know sometimes I, I joke about and I put images on the screen that actually aren't real. Uh, you probably don't notice, but it happens now and again. Uh, but this is for real. I have a letter from Buckingham Palace. Uh, this is the real deal. And uh, it's from uh, the Queen and it says, I'm delighted that the organisers of the big lunch are helping people from across the United Kingdom of Fervor Field to hold big jubilee lunches as part of the celebrations to mark my diamond jubilee in 2012. I send my very best wishes to you and all of those who will be present for what I hope will be a most memorable and enjoyable event. Elizabeth R. That's how she, uh, she signs her letters. So I thought I would share that with you. Uh, a letter from the Queen uh, Hoping and wishing that we enjoy the day. And uh, I'm sure we will. And uh, having talked about by royal appointment, I thought I ought to share with some of you that haven't already heard the story of, uh, of my royal appointment. Because uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, the Queen actually came to East Lancashire. And uh, she arrived at uh, Manchester Road Station in Burnley. And it was a Wednesday morning. And I was here at church, and uh, Keith Thick was going on. And the following Monday, I was going to a meeting in, in Birmingham, and I had to pick up some train tickets. And so I thought, just before the coffee morning starts, I'll nip to Manchester Road and pick the train tickets up. Uh, this was the machine uh, where I had to pick the tickets up from. And uh, when I arrived, of course, there were crowds of people there, uh, police everywhere, security people. And, uh, and the Queen's car was parked there, awaiting her arrival from the station. And uh, so I had a word with one of the police. I said, I've come to collect some tickets. Is that possible? And uh, he said, well, just wait a minute, sir. We'll just have to check this out. And he came back with a couple more policemen. And then they escorted me uh, to the ticket machine. <laughs> and uh, I was able to get my tickets. They were stood right behind me. I was uh, punching the numbers in quite nervously as these two policemen stood right behind me, watching everything I did. And, uh, and then I walked off and, uh, and I got my tickets. A few moments later, the train pulled into the station. I hung around to see what was happening. And, uh, and the Queen arrived. And uh, if you're wondering what she's saying to that chap there uh, in the nice uh, military uniform, this is what she was saying. I do hope that nice young man got his ticket okay. So she really does care. Our Queen really does care. And uh, she wants us to enjoy uh, the Diamond uh, Jubilee today. 
And, uh, and so, uh, we're thinking about Jubilee today. And of course, uh, Jubilee is an idea that we do find in the Bible. Jubilee is an idea that we find uh, in the Bible, this idea of Jubilee. And uh, I'm, I'm not a great linguistic, but uh, I've, I've read that the Hebrew word actually for Jubilee is uh, Jobel. Jobel. And uh, it actually comes from the fact that uh, uh, they used a ram's horn uh, to actually sound the beginning of Jubilee. Um, there's a Latin word, uh, Jobilo, however it's pronounced, uh, which actually means, um, I rejoice. And uh, there's a sense in which uh, we tend to think of Jubilee uh, more about rejoicing and celebrating, hence the Diamond Jubilees, a celebration of, of 60 years of the Queen uh, being on the throne. And sometimes we, uh, we forget uh, the original Hebrew idea of Jubilee as Jobel. And it's that biblical idea of Jubilee that I want to explore with you this morning. Um, in Leviticus... Uh, we read about the year of Jubilee, and this is what it says in Leviticus 25. You don't often go into the book of Leviticus, but this is an occasion when it's appropriate too. It says, count off seven Sabbaths of years, so that seven Sabbaths of years amount to a period of 49 years. Then have the trumpet sounded everywhere on the tenth day of the tenth month, on the day of atonement. Sound the trumpet throughout the land, consecrate the fiftieth year, and proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be jubilee for you. And in Leviticus 25 it goes on to, to talk about that the year of jubilee uh, meant that anybody that had brought land off anybody else had to return it to its original over. All debts were cancelled and uh, nobody worked the land for the jubilee year. And this was the idea of jubilee. When... Uh, that's what we're going to think about this morning, the, uh, the ABC of Jubilee. We're going to explore the ABC of Jubilee. And I like it because it rhymes, ABC of Jubilee. And uh, when Jesus uh, begins his ministry, um, he actually begins it by announcing Jubilee. That's the A of the ABC of Jubilee. He announces Jubilee. That was his message uh, in that synagogue on that, uh, on that Sabbath day. He says this, The Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor, has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour, to preach, to proclaim, to proclaim. Jesus announces Jubilee. That was his message. He's announcing a time of jubilee. He begins his ministry by saying, this is what my ministry is going to be about. This is my message. It's about jubilee. And this was a, was a cause of celebration. It was going to be a cause of celebration. It was going to be good news. But it was going to be good news for a very unusual group of people. And it was going to be good news for the poor. Let's be honest, the poor don't normally celebrate, do they? It's normally that those who have, who celebrate and hear good news, the poor, it tends to be just bad news after bad news. And Jesus says, Jubilee, the idea of Jubilee, is the idea that the poor 
will be able to celebrate. Because the idea of Jubilee, it was like everything was levelled off. It was a level playing field. Everyone was starting again from scratch. So if you'd had to sell your home because you were short of money, or you'd had to sell your field because uh, you, didn't, you didn't have any food, um, in the 50th year the idea was you got it back. And so people couldn't get richer and richer and richer, and the poor didn't get poorer and poorer and poorer, because every 50 years... The slates were cleaned and everybody got back whatever they had and started again. And this was what Jesus was saying, it's jubilee, it's going to be good news for the poor. It was going to be good news for the broken hearted. Now, if you're broken hearted, normally that's not good news, is it? Normally you're broken hearted because perhaps you've received bad news that's broke your heart. And Jesus says, I'm going to bring good news to the broken hearted. He's going to bring good news to the captives. Now normally people celebrate freedom, don't we? Uh, one of the things that we celebrate in this land of Jubilee is that Britain is a land that is free. People are free to practice all sorts of religions. We, uh, we put up with all sorts of people, don't we? Because we have this idea of freedom of speech and freedom of thinking. And, you know, we live in a, a free society. And Jesus says, he's going to bring good news to those that are captives. He's going to set them free. And then he says, a very unusual group of people, those that are in prison. It's going to be good news for those. And if you're in prison, it just can't be good news, can it? But Jesus is saying that I'm going to set people free. So, it's a message of good news. It's a proclamation that something has changed. That God has come amongst them. And God is about jubilee. God is about righting the wrongs. Of putting the record straight. And of bringing good news to those that normally didn't receive any good news. He sounds the trumpet to announce a time of jubilee. He sounds the trumpet. Our friend uh, Rob, Rob Bell, uh, in his book Velvet Elvis, says this. He says, if the gospel isn't good news for everybody, then it isn't good news for anybody. If the gospel isn't good news for everybody, then it isn't good news for anybody. You see, the gospel is a leveller. When we stand before God, we are all the same. It doesn't matter where we've come from. It doesn't matter how much we've got or not got. When we stand before God, we are all equal. And God is the great equaliser. Because he accepts everybody for who they are. And he accepts you this morning. And he's got good news for you. The gospel is good news for everybody. And so Jesus announces Jubilee. That was the A. The B is that Jesus actually brings Jubilee. Jesus brings Jubilee. He doesn't just give a message about, you know, this is what I'd like to see happen. Uh, but of course there's no chance. You know, we can all dream, can't we? We can all dream of what we'd like to see happen. Uh, we can all have fantastic ideas of, uh, you know, wouldn't the world be great if this, that and the other. But Jesus doesn't just say, hey, here's a good idea. Jubilee, good news for the poor, the broken hearted, the captives, the prisoners. He actually brings Jubilee in himself. Because he says, the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor, sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, and recovery for sight for the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the earth of law favour. This is what Jesus went about and did. He brought freedom for those that were imprisoned. Maybe imprisoned by the law, maybe imprisoned by religion, maybe imprisoned by a way of living. He set people free. 
He gave recovery of sight to the blind. That's what he did. He, he walked around and when he came across somebody who was blind or lame, he released them and he gave them back their sight to enable them to walk. This is what Jesus actually did. He did what it says on the tin, if you like. He didn't just proclaim a message, he lived it. And of course he, he released the oppressed. Jesus actually brings Jubilee. He sounded that trumpet. And said, this is Jubilee, the time has come, I'm here, and I'm going to bring Jubilee to you. So Jesus brings Jubilee. In, uh, in that passage in Leviticus, it says, which we read before, notice it talks about, uh, then the trumpet sounded everywhere, on the tenth day of the tenth month, on the day of atonement. On the day of atonement was when the Jubilee started. And of course, the day of the atonement was the day uh, in the Old Testament times, you know, when they would slaughter the, the, the perfect lamb for the forgiveness of the people's sins. And what does Jesus do? He actually brings atonement in his death on the cross. He actually brings us forgiveness. He wipes the slate clean. Whatever we've done, we can come before God and we can be forgiven. There isn't a sin that God cannot forgive because of Jesus' death on the cross, because he becomes that sacrificial lamb and he dies on the cross for every single person. And that's why it's good news. It's not just good news for the religious people, it's not just good news for the rich people, it's good news for everybody because Jesus brings jubilee. No wonder the trumpet sounded because Jesus says, here am I. And I'm going to die for you because that's how much I love you. That's how much I want you to know that God loves you. And this morning, and you're here this morning, whatever circumstances, whatever situation you've come from, hear this, that God loves you. That he wants you to enter into a relationship with him. He wants to forgive you. He wants to know that you are acceptable in his sight. And he's got a life that he wants you to live. And you can live it today. Because this is the day of Jubilee. This is the day when people are set free. This is the day when people find sight. They see. It's like scales being lifted from our eyes. And we see, yes, God is real. And he loves us and cares for us. The day of atonement was very much a part of Jubilee. Jesus brings Jubilee because Jesus is Jubilee. Jesus is Jubilee. Jesus is Jubilee himself. He walks around and he heals the sick. He releases people from demon possession. He sets people free. And that's what he still does today. He's still setting people free from all sorts of imprisonments. Some people are imprisoned in depression. Some people are imprisoned by circumstances. Some people are imprisoned in relationships. And Jesus wants us to be free. And Jesus can and will set us free. It's a time of jubilee. Because Jesus is jubilee. So that's the A and the B. And then finally the C. Jesus commissions jubilee. Jesus commissions jubilee. Because Jesus doesn't just come and say, I've got a good idea. He lives it and he is it. But then he passes on who he was and what he did to his followers. And he says at the end of, of Matthew's Gospels, he says, go into all the world and preach and make disciples. And he says to the disciples, do what I did. Continue doing what I did. And our commission is to follow Jesus in his message of Jubilee. 
And one of the questions um, that we need to ask is, uh, is how can we be Jubilee? Here it is, he says, the, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. That was Jubilee, the year of the Lord's favour. It was going to be a time when people knew without any doubt that God was amongst them. When Jesus walked the earth, people weren't in any doubt that God was amongst them. The blind received sight, the lame walked, even the dead were brought back to alive. People knew that God was in Christ because of what he did amongst the people. It was obvious that this was God at work amongst the people. And Jesus says, he's come to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. It started then, but it didn't stop when Jesus died on the cross. Because Jesus rose again from the grave. We celebrated at Easter. And then, of course, at Pentecost, that we were thinking about uh, last weekend, we were thinking about when the Holy Spirit came. And Jesus said, you will be filled, and you will be my witnesses throughout Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. So Jesus commissions us for Jubilee. He sends us out to be jubilee amongst the people. And we've got to say, we've got to sound that trumpet. We've got to make that same noise that Jesus made. We've got to ask ourselves, you know, how can we be good news? How can we be good news? So often people look at religion and the church and what they think is it's bad news. They see miserable people with miserable faces. And what we've got to do is change that. We've got to change that. Do you like that? I'll do it again for you. I could see that you like that. We want to change people's faces from that to this. Okay? We want to put a smile on people's faces because they know that God loves them and cares for them and that God can make a difference. We can be good news. How can we be jubilee? How can we be jubilee in our community, in our family and amongst our friends? How can we bring that good news of God's love and God's freedom and God's release into this world by being Jubilee, by doing and living like Jesus, by following his ways and trying to be the same as Jesus was. So, Jesus commissions Jubilee. That's the, uh, that's the A, the B and the C of Jubilee. Jesus announces Jubilee. Jesus brings Jubilee and Jesus commissions Jubilee. And on this day when we celebrate the Queen's Diamond Jubilee, Jubilato, it's a celebration. But let's not forget the biblical understanding of Jubilee, the setting free of slaves, the releasing of captivities, of allowing people to be set free. And uh, we want to tune in. We want that trumpet to sound again. We want to sing that same song that Jesus sung. We want the trumpet to be heard out loud, not just in the church, but in the community. I don't know if you noticed, but, uh, but Gary Barlow and some others uh, put together a song, didn't they? A special song for the Jubilee. And it's called Sing. And uh, it speaks of hope and of love. And I thought it would be good for us just to, to listen to that song and to think about what it means to be Jubilee in this land and in this world. And uh, we're going to play it for you now. <laughs> 